0: The American Truck Driver Podcast, Episode 36. It's been an interesting year and a half. And I've experienced a lot of changes. And I think I'm still trying to come to terms with everything that I've learned and what it means. When I experienced the engine failure in April of 2017... Uh, I was completely lost, and of course, I didn't realize, you know, how really bad it was uh, until it was over, and I I didn't, you know, I I just wasn't able to look at things objectively. And over the 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 following months, uh, I was able to kind of start unpacking things and 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 realized that I had so much self-inflicted stress that I had essentially done to myself. So when the opportunity last uh, February of 2018 came to drive the truck that I'm driving now, I was very tentative going into it because I didn't want to get in a in another position where I, you know, oh, I did the math. Um, you know, if this and this and this and this happens, everything will be okay. Well, I, I couldn't afford any more um, mistakes. I couldn't afford any more... Um bad choices. So when I when I agreed to come and drive this truck, I had I had some confidence, you know, in my in my own ability, uh, based on my experience, and, and I thought, okay, well, if, if, I, if I do what I need to do, I should be okay. Well, now, nine, almost ten months have gone by, and it's just been incredible. And I've basically got two things going on. One, I'm making a fabulous income that I never would have dreamed possible as a company driver. And I also have a great mentor that is not only teaching, but he's also um, displaying. You know, he's he's living out all of the things that I wished I could have done. Um, and it's kind of funny in some aspects that I can look back and and think about times that I would okay well if I wanted to get to a fleet and maybe I would do this and this and this. And so there's a lot of things that he does in how he runs his business that I'm I'm not shocked or surprised. I'm like okay, well that that makes sense. I had I had kind of considered that thought about it. The difference is he puts it into practice. Now, I need to interview him so you everybody can meet him because he's, he's just fascinating. But he had 30 years of business experience when he came into trucking. One of the most profound realizations that I've recently made was in 2010 um, I'm a company driver. I am running dedicated. I'm home on the weekend. And I'm taking home like 700, $750 as my after-tax income, which was just barely enough uh, to cover our family of four at that time. And so we, you know, we could get by and we could pay our bills, but I knew that it wasn't really sustainable long-term. I needed to figure out how to increase my income. And as I looked around me with the experience that I had at that time, what I knew about life, what I knew about the world, I did not believe that I could do any better as a company driver than I was doing, you know, maybe a couple hundred bucks a week. You know, I might have got, you know, but the trade-off wasn't worth it. It's like, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to go spend more time on the road just to make another couple hundred dollars a week. I, I, you know, I might have looked around and found a thousand or eleven hundred dollars take home pay after taxes. But I believed that in order to reach that financial goal, I had to try being an owner operator. I didn't see any other choice. So, what's fascinating to look back at now. Is Here I am, eight years later. I'm a company driver. I just made $74,000 in nine months. Had I driven this truck the whole year, I would have probably made right at $100,000 as a company driver. And I think... That's part of the reason there's been a delay in between some of these podcast postings because I'm still trying to unpack all this and understand what all it means and then how to communicate it. Because the guy that I drive for now had trucks back then. And he was running freight just like he is now. And he had drivers then just like he does now. And if I would have known that he existed, if I had known that there was this way... Um, to do business the way we do business um, that I could have driven a truck just like this doing what I'm doing right now making this kind of money seven or eight years ago and so one thing that has changed it, I, I haven't lost the desire to be an owner-operator, to, uh, to operate and own a fleet. But I don't have a desperate need to do that because I have found that it is true and it is possible to be a company driver, to still experience freedom, um, I, I don't, you know, I don't feel like a slave. I don't feel like a rat in a wheel. I feel as though I am a, I'm a, I'm a part of this business. Um, I'm not a partner, you know, but I am connected because I get paid a percentage of the revenue. So I'm, I'm invested, you know. And that's one of the things that I that I enjoyed about being an owner operator was being invested in what the truck was doing and, and how I was, you know, working with the customers. So I'm doing the same thing that I was doing with my truck. I just obviously have a lot less stress um, because I know that he has uh, the the infrastructure in place. That if we have a problem with the truck, we just fix it, which is kind of a foreign concept to me, <laughs> uh, because you know I spent the last let's see from June of uh, June of 2015 to April of 2017. I was absolutely terrified. I, I I wouldn't talk about it. I would I ignored it. I tried to suppress it. I tried to hide it. But I I was I was. An absolute nervous wreck. I knew I had big problems. I had no concept or clue how to solve them. Um, So I just kept digging. And, um, you know, not only did that show up financially, it showed up in my health, it showed up in my relationships. It showed up everywhere, um, and it led me. The stress led me to make counterproductive decisions. So now here I am, uh, essentially eight years into this this journey that started. I don't know. Maybe desperate is a is a a strong word, but. In the fall of 2010, late summer and fall of 2010, I knew I had to do something different. So, desperate's too strong of a word, but motivated. I knew that nobody was coming to my rescue. That if I was going to increase my income, it was going to be done by me. It was my responsibility. So... I had to. I had to do something, and so I. I did something, and I. You know, you can go back. Uh, you know, the first episode kind of covers that time period from um, when I started up to 2014. But I had to do something, and so I did it. And I can't really say that. I can't really use a word like regret because I wouldn't know the things that I know today had I not done the things that I've done and experienced over the last eight years. Uh, obviously, if I could have bumped into Larry somehow in 2010, well, he would have taught me everything that I know now. Um, and I'd probably been making $80,000, $100,000. So I would have made close to a million dollars in this time. You know? Um. This is another interesting. So in 2015, I was doing the same dedicated run I'm doing now. Same customer, same stops, same freight, same everything. Okay. And my my taxable income for 2015 was seventy seven thousand. Uh, after you know all my expenses and everything, and now I'm doing the same thing, but I made seventy four thousand in nine months driving somebody else's truck. That's that's fascinating to me. I mean, I, I did I did a lot of right things in 2015, um, but it's just weird. That you know, I know exactly what this truck is making. I know all the I know all the revenue numbers. I buy all the fuel. I, I understand the billing process. I understand how he how he does his uh, his accounting. Um, it's just fascinating that I'm making more money doing this than I did when I had my own truck. And he's still making enough money for it to be worth it for him to own the asset. So, I'm going to have to sit and ponder how to title this episode. Because I, I, don't, I don't even know. It's just... I, I've, I'm really confident about 2019 and beyond. And the opportunities that are out there for me. Um, but I'm I'm still... Trying to really unpack all of this and and understand how I got here and what it all means. What I think it should mean to someone listening to this is number one, know your value. Your value as a safe, competent, experienced truck driver in this market, really in any market, but you know, in this market, I'll speak in the present tense. You're worth 25% of whatever that truck makes. So that means you have to know and understand what the truck makes. You've got to have an understanding of what. The freight you're running, the um, you know the market conditions. Um, but if you don't know, so that was the problem in 2010. I had no idea that um, that this was possible. But it was possible then. It's possible now, and it will be possible in the future. If you have one or two years of experience and a clean driving record, you can find seventy-five to a hundred thousand to one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year as a company driver. It can be done. I'm living it right now. You have to hustle, you know, um, but it absolutely can be done. I'm not saying let's be clear I'm absolutely not saying don't be an owner operator because uh, I, I still desire to have my own truck but I don't need to have my own truck I, I hope that makes sense um, you know I believed for a long time that I needed to have my own truck because that was the only way. No, that's not the only way. It's just like, you know, say being leased to a Landstar or a Mercer or whoever versus having your own authority. Well, there's lots of people that will take a position on either side. Oh, you have to have your own authority. No, you don't. Oh, you have to be leased. No, you don't. You can do either one, but you have to understand what that really means and what all is entailed in it I personally believe that it's kind of six one way half dozen the other I don't believe there's a I don't believe there's a just huge advantage to having your own authority and I don't believe there's a huge advantage to being leased I think it on the day to day you know if you just take a year of time it's almost a wash But it depends on what you want to do with it. You want to grow to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 trucks? Well, sure. Get an authority. Start building a customer base if that's your goal. But, you know, I'm living proof. The company that I work for is living proof that a a little 5 to 10 truck fleet leased to a carrier can make all the money you'll ever need. And then some. So I want this to be an encouragement that if you hear this and you're working for you know somebody and you're making eight hundred bucks a week, um, you can double that. You can absolutely, but you have to find the right person to work for. And and granted, there you know you're not going to walk out the front door and trip over one. You're really going to have to look for it. You know, send me an email. I mean, we're hiring, we're looking for drivers. We're looking to add trucks. Um, and yes, and I said we, you know, because again, I'm, I'm invested in this company. I want this, I want this company to do better and I want it to grow. So, um, you know, we're looking for drivers, um, but we don't hire idiots. So <laughs> if you're the idiot, please don't call. Um, but, you know, send me an email. If you're if you're interested in doing this, because the great thing about this opportunity, uh, working for this particular company, and there's a lot of guys out there like this, um, is the boss is also a teacher. He wants you to learn. He wants you he wants you to eventually go out on your own. Um and so, you know, if you're if you're looking for a way, because now at least I know, you don't have to go from zero to owner-operator. You can go from zero to a really, really good lucrative company driver and save up your money and then go buy um, you know a ten dollars or $15,000 truck. And trust me, they're out there. Uh, we just bought one, uh, and it's fantastic, uh, and it didn't cost very much. Um, so those trucks are out there. So here is to uh, a, a, a safe, uh, happy, prosperous 2019. Um, hopefully your uh, esteemed podcast host will get off of his rear end and start producing regular content. Um, so send me an email an American truck driver at gmail.com on Facebook and Twitter. You can find me there an American truck driver. I also have a patreon page, patreon.com slash American Truck Driver and we'll see you next time.